0: Jesus, where would I be? Oh, I'm glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad. so glad that the lord saved me i'm so glad that the lord saved me and if it had not been for jesus
1: turn to enter worship, I'm going to go ahead and receive prayer requests or mention, um, please remember, Sister Ida, she had another um, um, episode, and she's currently at the hospital, she passed out, I think she was by Sister Ethel's house, um, but she's at the hospital now, also Sister Shama says she wasn't feeling well, please keep her in prayer, um, also Sister Tanjula um, is not doing well today, so let's keep her in prayer feeling fatigued and different things like that, um, let's remember her. Um, any elders while we're praying, but let's definitely keep those before the Lord.
2: Go ahead, Brother Brandon. Keep my father and his family in prayer. Uh, his uncle died,
3: and um, we were we just found out two days ago. So um, we have a, there's a funeral next uh, Saturday. So just keep him in prayer, cause it was just like his closest uncle.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. And also, brother, um, the, the Gix family, and uh, um, I can't think of brother, brother Lawson. I was trying to think of brother Joy's last name. <laughs> the Lawson family—they they are they a tight-knitted family. Uh, both last names, but they they, they grew up as siblings. Um, so let's keep them in prayer. And then also, Brother Jermaine was in a bad accident on Wednesday. Um, he was in the hospital. Um, I don't know. I didn't talk to Sister Elion today, but yesterday he still was in the hospital. So I don't know if he's still in there or not. But it was pretty pretty bad accident. So we have these um, requests. Let's bring them before the great God of heaven. And while we pray, remember the remainder of this meeting. Um, all these things are going on. We know the Lord. He can hear our cry. He can answer it. But at the same time, he can meet our own needs. Uh, we came here to lift up his name. We came here to magnify him. We came here to worship him. I'm so glad that the Lord, he saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? And so I can't, I can't uh, just say that, but my life should magnify it. When I'm in the pe- presence of the people of God, I pay my vows. Now in the presence of his people, I want the people of God to know that I'm glad that the Lord saved me. I could just raise up my hands but if I can just give my voice to what the Lord has been for me. He's kept me. He's keeping us. Um, he's leading us. He's guiding us. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. So let's take these requests before the Lord.
2: Thank you,
3: Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. And it says, when I've been with Jesus, if, if it, uh, it had not been Jesus, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it wasn't for Jesus, I would have been dead because I was sentenced unto death. It was because of the fall of man that we were sentenced unto death. But thank God for Christ Jesus that we might have this hope of eternal life. And I'm just so thankful to be here today because we have this chance of eternal life and immortality Well, I'm so glad that he has brought us to a new day that we can not only cleanse ourselves and purify ourselves, but we could obtain that bride so that we can essentially judge this world. But we have to get ourselves right. We have to get ourselves in order with the things of God. And that starts with, that starts with ourselves, As Christ said, if any uh seek to follow after me he must deny himself he must first deny himself pick up take up the cross and follow him and so i just want to tell the lord that i have to each and every day i have to wake up and deny myself deny my will deny that outer man because that man is longing for his old home but i just want to the inside man i want to uh the inner man is renewed day by day i want to continue to press forth of the mark the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus, and as Jesus, as Jesus had called us into His marvelous life, He has called us into a, a, a something that was greater before us. I'm so thankful to be here today because it was a great hope. Sometimes we have no purpose in life but to just see that we 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 can get jobs, we can get this the cares of the world, and the deceivers of the riches. We was talking about that a couple Fridays ago. And that and that specific thing, that specific uh, lust of the world, the lust of the, the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, all those things, it, it, choke, up the, it choke up the Word of God and it bear it. Umph, it don't bear any fruit. But I just want to be that good ground where the Lord can sow the seed of life into my heart, where the Lord can sow the Word of God to my heart. And I can take these things and I can, uh, apply, it's, gonna, it's not going to, it's not gonna be easy for that that plant to grow. It gotta go through some things as the as the the roots spread out to the ground, and as it's coming through the dirt, it has to it has to fight its way up in order to grow. But that's part of our growing process. That's part of the overcoming process, and we can't we can't get weary and well doing. We can't get we'll reap in due season if we faint not. But uh, we are not of those that draw back into perdition, but we are of those that believe into the saving of the soul. So we know what our hope is. We know what we are striving for, but we have to believe in ourselves, believe in this word, of, not believe in ourselves, believe in the word of God, believe in God that we can, we can forsake this world and we can obtain and, and, and be in righteousness and be in ruling and reigning with him. So I'm just so thankful to be here today. It was not always that I was able to see what the Lord has opened into my life. It was it was such a dark place in my mind. But as the as as the song was saying, if it had not been Jesus, where would I be? I would have been in that grave. I would have just been. My soul would have just been conscious, uh, unconscious. But thank the Lord that He has given us a chance for eternal life and immortality so so thankful to be here today i'm so thankful for this hope i'm so thankful for this great opportunity let's just get up and share the good things that the lord has done in our life let's share for this great hope that he has given us we can we cannot just sit there but we gotta lift up our hands we have to praise the lord we have to tell the lord how thankful we are for this great hope we was one of those which which was out of the commonwealth of israel but thank god thank god through christ jesus he has broke down he broke down the water middle uh, broke down the middle water partition and now it's through his blood That we are made one that we can come into this and could into the full and stature of Christ So just so thankful to be today didn't want to sit down, on my seat just want to tell a little how thankful I am I just feel I just feel so excited today about this hope. So I'm just so thankful to be today
2: and Brother Joey Lawson just thank god for being here i'm so
4: uh appreciative so thankful you know listen to that song it says so glad that the lord saved me if it had not been for jesus where would i be and and that is so uh personal to me because i know where where god brought me from i know what he, he he's done for me you know i know i was on that crooked road but he brought put me on a road called straight and he he told me to run for my life, and I appreciate God. You know, I was thinking today. You know, I was talking to a brother today, we was just thinking about, <clears throat> you know, all that God has done for us, for me. You know, I just use the personal, but it's for us. And you know, I was thinking about, you know, what good would it do, with all of the blessings and all the knowledge and the understanding that we have, that we don't get a full reward if we don't take advantage of this. That we have and put on this Word of God and if we don't take this opportunity to overcome you know I began to think about as I was sitting I was thinking about the children of Israel God saved them they say he saved them from Egypt you know they was in in the land of bondage and God worked all those miracles and all those plagues but when they got to the Red Sea they forgot what God had did got to the Red Sea they say oh we're gonna perish you brought us out here to die and then God he began to open up the Red Sea and the wall the water stood up there was a wall on each side and they walked over on dry ground and they got to the other side they forgot that god had opened up the red sea and they started complaining that they were thirsty they didn't have nothing to drink and so then god told moses cut down a tree throw it in the water and turn the water sweet and they began to go on in the wilderness and then they began to complain and say well, we're tired of this bread <laughs> we want flesh to eat you know and they forgot that God had made the water sweet. You know, all these things God began to do for them. He began to bring them on out in the wilderness, began to test them. He, they began to the the loan for flesh. They say, look, we want flesh. We we thought about the, the flesh pots. We we ate to the full, the leeks, and all those things. And God forgot about the of God gave them. And in that manner, everything that they had to for sufficiency of life. Then they began to go on. God you know, as they began to complain, God let, let serpents loose. They began to bite him. But even with that, God began to take a stab. He told Moses, take a stab and put a brazen serpent. That if they, if, if they sin, if they look up and they look to the serpent, that God will heal them. And as they began, they began to go, on. God began to lead them. They began to get to, to Dash Bernia. God began to say, look, go, take 12, a, 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 a person, a leader from each tribe and go and spy Esco. Out the land, and they went to the land. They sure enough, there was grapes. They had to, two men had to carry. them. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely flowing with milk and honey. But then when they came back to give a report, ten of them had a bad report. Those ten saw all the things that God did in Egypt. Those ten saw all the things when God opened the Red Sea, and how He fed them in the wilderness, how their feet didn't swell and their clothes didn't rot, and all these things. They had, and they had the laws of God, but if it, it doesn't do any good if I don't put this in my heart. If I don't take it, all these things that, that, that I'm being given, all the things that the ministry is teaching, if I don't take these things and use it to overcome, I'm going to be the same way. God let those, all those ones that said, you brought us out here and our wives and our children are going to be a prey for the enemy. God said, oh, no. Yo, these children, you say, are going to be a prey. I'm going to take them over. He said, but you know, he let them walk around 40 years until he wiped them out. And the same thing here, I begin to think, I say, Lord, if I don't put this word on, if I don't take heed, yeah, it sounds good. You know, yeah, I got this knowledge. You know, I, I look back where I came from. I definitely have more knowledge now than I had then. But is this knowledge is changed? Is it changing me? Has it made me a better person than where I came from? as it made me walk a little bit more upright, a little bit more straighter. Because if it's not, it doesn't do me any good. You know, I just have a lot of knowledge which bring more more grief if I don't put the Word of God on. I say, Lord, I really want to change. I really want to do this. God, you save me, you're saving me, and you shall save me. But as long as I continue with the Lord, can't continue to go on, continue to put this Word on and not just be a hearer of the Word, but a doer also, I can be saved. I don't want a testimony that just to say, uh, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I want to be able to say he's saving me and he will save me. He shall save me to the point that I have overcome everything. Not just something. God didn't bring me from where I was and gave me more knowledge, gave me more understanding, brought me to a message of uh, a bride message for me to just say, okay, Lord, I'm satisfied. You know, uh, I'm only human. God understands. You know, God knows we, we can no, 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 no. God, Jesus Christ gave that, came down, he gave his life. He walked his life, he was an example. He bled out, he poured out his soul unto death, and he sent back his, sit back the Spirit of God to give us help. He, and he also gave us the Word of God. So I don't want, you know, I really just thought about that today. I, that was just today. i say, like, Lord, I just, I really don't want this to be in vain. All the things you've done for me, and I got a, I got a testimony that's a mile long. You know, uh, I'm just like that, that prodigal son. I, I, once before, I, I left God. I, I went back out into the world, but God, God touched my mind. And I had that mind just like, look, I'm going to return it to the Father. And God came out and he met me. And he, put, he hugged me, he put his arms around me, and he brought me back to the fold. He didn't have to do that, he really didn't but is this gonna be for vain all that god done god come on brought me back here and sheltered me is this gonna be for vain I, I don't want it to be for vain, be in vain things i want to be saved you know I tell the brother i say sometimes we we have to do things that we we may not understand things that uh, may not be comfortable this fast but it's if it's if it's gonna get me closer to god is this gonna get me closer to salvation it's going it's it's to get this old man uh, uh, more depth to this old man. I have to do it. God didn't say everything I did that I'm going to like it, but I have to be able to, uh, to follow the Lamb wherever so he go, wherever he go. You know, whatever, I can't have nothing between me and him. You know, that's what he began to tell the disciples. He said, unless you forsake mother, father, sister, brother, house, land, even your own self. And that's the hardest part of forsaking your own self. And, Lord, I want to be able to save myself. I want to be eternally saved. I don't want to just be saved for the day, saved for the moment. I want to be eternally saved. And God has given me this opportunity, and I want a full reward. And so I'm so glad I appreciate him because I know there's nothing I've done to deserve this. And that's nothing that I did, but God chose me. I didn't choose him. God chose me, and I'm so glad he chose me. You know, he said he first loved us. We didn't first love him. He first loved us. And I'm so glad because if I had to choose God in the state that I was in, I wouldn't have chosen him. I would chose the world because that's all I knew. That was all that was in my heart was the world, the lust of the lies, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. But God, he came and he plucked me out. He chose me and said, look, I want to save you. For whatever reason, God is God. He can do what he want to do, but I'm glad he chose me. And saints, I want to... I want, to, I want to live. I don't want to die. I want to live. You know, not just, I believe that's a greater life than what we have right now. I believe that's a greater uh, relationship with God than what we have right now. If we could just deny this old man and tap into that spirit, tap into the spirit of God, And that's something greater. And Saints, I don't want to just see this side, I want to see the other side. So Saints, I'm excited. I appreciate God. I'm glad to be, to be among the people of God. I'm glad that, to have the favor of God. I just appreciate it. And I say, so I, I just, just keep praying for me. I'm, as I pray for you, pray that we just don't squander this opportunity because God left us record. He left us record. He told us, he said, he, he said, don't be like the, like the children of Israel. He said, we, they received the word as well as we, but they. They didn't mix the word of God with faith. They didn't begin, they got the word, but they didn't begin to walk out in faith, to put the word on in faith. So, Says, I don't want to be like that. So, Says, I magnify God. We're in a great place. I'm excited. <laughs> God didn't have to put me here, He didn't have to give me this chance, but because He did, God intended for me to overcome. When God is on your side, He intended for you to overcome. Right? Look, it's just like Brother Brown said all the time He got the wind in his back. We got the wind in our back. God on our side. God is pushing us to be saved. God wants us to be saved. And all we got to do is just continue to follow Him and say, I'm determined. I'm determined to follow Christ and see what the end is going to be.
1: Were you speaking? <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, man. I bless you, people of God. I'm just so thankful um, to be here. Um, even going back to the song and thinking about uh, the, the fact that uh, Jesus, Jesus, he truly saved my life. Um, I'm just going back to the memory lane and thinking about what it, what it took for me to be here. Um, starting from me wanting to find a, find a way, uh, feel the same feeling that I felt once at a Baptist, at a Baptist, uh, at a Baptist church, uh, asking for God to... Touch touched me to, to get some form of evidence of him being real. And then, of course, he touched me. And I just wanted more. I desired more at that time and at that moment. I just wanted, I just wanted to get more understanding of who he is, get that same touch and feeling and experience again. So I decided to look in other places, look at, uh, look. go to a Baptist church, seven-day Adventist church, Pentecostal church, even went to a Catholic church, but I still couldn't find that same feeling. And then one day, I came to this body of people, and the Lord began to touch my mind, touch my heart. He began to change my way of thinking, and I was baptized right then and there by the, by the, uh, I was baptized in, in evidence and speaking in tongues, and I'm just so grateful that the Lord touched me, and he didn't even stop there. It was a progression. It was a walk, and he began to. He began to make my mind and help me understand who He is, and that's His time. And then I begin to think back and think, really think back and see how He renewed my mind by the by the washing of the word, how, granted me the opportunity to sit down on green grass. And to really touch my mind, and really allow me to grow and mature, to be, uh, to be more, more of a faithful servant before His eyes. I just wanted more of him. I just wanted to get. I just wanted to understand them more. I just wanted to get that same touch. And I'm just so grateful that the Lord is continually, continually, continually touching me. uh, And giving me the opportunity to really truly see me, I just really uh, really enjoy what Brother Joy mentioned. How we gotta work out this salvation with fear and trembling. How we really gotta uh, really dish out the dish out uh, this carn this Adamic nature, this carnal nature, and really put on Christ. Uh, We really gotta we really gotta. uh, Oh, I'm running. Uh, We really gotta change. (laughs) We really gotta change. And really, uh, really change from our, from our old ways. I just remember back to the things that I used to do and what, and what I'm doing now, the friends that I used to have and the friends that I have now, the family that I used to have and the family that I have now. I'm just so grateful that the Lord has granted me to see uh, this wonderful message, granted me to see this vision, and granted me to, to get an understanding of who He truly is. And, and, and honestly, see his nature in his people. I'm just so grateful that I can see the Lord through his people, the fellowship, uh, the, the word of God, uh, the ministry, uh, the laws, the, pre, the precepts. I'm just so grateful that I have truly a family of a different kind. He truly saved me from a very dark, dark place. And if it wasn't for him, I don't know where I would be. I honestly don't know where I would be. Um, but I'm just so grateful that he saved me from
2: me. Thank you. Lord. I'm grateful to be here. Uh, Fletcher's.
6: God is in that song. And I'm, I'm glad that he saved me. I am so glad that he saved me one day, brought me to his people. You know, put me on a street calls Straight, so I could run for my life. But I was thinking earlier how good the Lord has been to me down through the years, and I was just thinking, Lord, I, 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 what can I offer you for all the benefits you've given me? I, 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 I am I, I, just a little pebble in a Ocean uh, just so grateful that, that he, he, he sought me out. Uh, he called me because I, I, I didn't even know that I, I didn't have him. I, I thought I did, so, but when he saved me, he, he brought me to a great place, set me on a, uh, uh, on green grass, and uh, he gave me. Uh, uh, ministry uh, uh, a clean ministry word of God the spirit of God and I'm just so so grateful and I just want I want everyone to know that I'm on the Lord's side if you ever wonder what side I am I'm shifty I'm not shifty straight I'm on the Lord's side that's what I want to. that's where I want to be and that's my plan for me. I'm just grateful to be here and to stand before you and to, and to uh, give a hallelujah praise to our God because he's truly been good to me. And I certainly did
2: not deserve Sit here and just,
7: just to ingest this good word of God, the testimonies. My heart is just overjoyed. Uh, Brother, brother, joy just, you know, just made me happy with, with your testimony, and uh, I'm just so glad. And I know it's a difficult time for you, but you know, I thought about the prison that I came out of. Uh, Brother Brown talks about, you know, coming from uh, Egypt land. Why? And I tell you, but you know, I was in Babylon. All, just about all my life, and 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 to just to have a chance to just be a part of this 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 people here, I, I'm I'm just I, I'm just overwhelmed by it because I know I, I, you know they had me back there. I I can remember trying to get out. They wouldn't let me out. You know I, I tried to you know I tried to just walk out, but they, they just wouldn't do that. So you know I I just had to break out one day and. And I finally got enough strength in my bones to say, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you. And, and, uh, and it was through that that I met this people. And I thank God I was able, like Sister Ellen said, sit down on green grass and get some understanding of the Word of God. And I know that the ministry of God was there. And they taught me. And, you know, I came in. later life you know i i I was a spring chicken when i came in and i thank god i can humble my mind and my spirit long enough to get some of that babylon out of me and allow the clean and the pure word of god to saturate my soul and i thank god that he's allowing me to see the good things that we're talking about you know the feasting on milk and honey It's just, you know, my soul just rejoices when I hear that because I realize that God has, you know, ordained that for his people. And if we keep on, if we go on to know him, we can get to the end of our, the end of our faith. And I just just want to thank God because I can go all day. But I I, I want to say this. Uh, I I worked in a prison one time. I I never went to prison, but I worked in a prison, a state prison. I'm, I'm sorry, a federal prison. And one day I was walking out and I I wasn't supposed to do that, you know, and so I seen this car come behind me and he stopped and he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going, I'm leaving, I'm going home. He said, you can't just walk out of a federal prison, you're a black man. And I said, oh my God. And, you know, they 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 had a a bullseye on me. I don't know if you know about a, a federal prison, but they got, these watchtowers uh, wash around and they looking down at everything and i was a target and i realized i said oh my god i didn't think you know uh i just thought well okay you should just get out of here well i'm liking that to babylon that's the way babylon is you just can't walk out of it you know you gotta you gotta be determined to get on the other side and without being killed and so i thank god that that natural experience You know, it helps me for a spiritual connotation. And so I thank God that I'm able to stay out of those ditches. And I thank God that he's shown me his people. And I know when it's not God's people, that's not my home. And I just thank God for this good life that he's given us and the the people. And someone talked about the spirit of God, the word of God, and the ministry of God to help us to get to the end of our faith. And I thank the Lord for having that knowledge and that revelation where I can pull from these brothers. And, you know, it's just so good to have that fellowship where we can just pull from each other and, and, and just lean from the word of God. And there is no big I and no little you. And, and, you know, we can come together and we can feast on milk and honey. We don't have to worry, well, he's this and he's, he's that. No, he's my brother. And I thank God that he opened my eyes to the truth And I thank God that I'm willing to die for this truth. I'm willing to give my life because I know without him, I have no life. There's not not life to have without the the spirit of God and the word of God and the ministry of God. So I thank God for giving me that revelation and giving me the mind to want to go on and to see what the end of this thing is going to be. And I truly love God's people. And I I, I like that song. You know, it's always been my... It's always been a keynote for me. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. And I thank God that he has shown me Jerusalem, his people.
0: I found a better way, brighter paths for my feet, this joy is mine to keep, I found a better way, since I found the body of Christ, I have learned how to pray, yes here I'll praise the Lord, I found the only way, yes I found a better way, brighter paths for my feet, this joy is mine to All those things I said before, I don't say them anymore. I found the only way. Yes, I found a better way.
2: brother elton sister
8: ellen so all all of the testimonies i enjoyed them i was just thinking about this uh process of overcoming and just reflecting back i believe it was uh, a couple fridays ago uh, we talked about uh, matthews chapter 13 those uh those different types of ground and i i had to look in that women's looking glass and see where i fell at and um Sometimes the, cares of this, sometimes the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things, they can, they, can become, they, they can grow up and choke the word of God. And you'll find yourself having a Martha spirit. It's this thing, that, I got to do this, I got to do that, got to do this. And really having chosen the better part. And I was just thinking as I was sitting in my seat, our uh, brother Brandon gave an analogy about um, a plant as it's growing and it needs some, types of, some type of resistance in order for it to get good rooting. And if you were to take that plant and make it all smooth and make everything easy for it, and it begins to grow, as soon as the wind come, that plant is gonna fall over because it didn't, it didn't get a chance to establish enough roots. And I was thinking about the trials and the tests and the things that we go through in our lives, just naturally, just anything that we go through in our lives. That can either that can either be for the good or it can be for the bad i mean things can happen in our lives and we can we can charge god foolishly or we can say god what are you trying to tell me what are you trying to show me in my life that i need to give up or what are you trying to tell me that uh i may be putting in front of you and i'm just so thankful to be able to examine myself and uh this process of overcoming and this growing up in god and it's things that we're going to actually go through in our lives and it's going to ultimately, as Brother Joy was saying, it's going to be for a testimony. And if we allow God to work in our lives, what he wants to work in our lives and not, not frustrate the process. Um, I was just thinking about those things because it's, it's so many different things that happen to us and it, it, it happens. But the same afflictions are, counter, are accomplished in our brethren that's in the world. But we go through things. And the testimony that Brother Joy was going through about the nation of Israel, how God brought them out of Egypt, how he opened up the Red Sea, how he gave them manna down from heaven, how he gave them water out of a rock, how their clothes didn't, they didn't lose anything. They still made it where God wanted them to bring, when he wanted to bring them to. But they complained, they forgot, and they allowed those other things to choke the word. And it's the same thing that happens to us. Lord I mean I just remember when I first came in uh, it was so many different things that was happening in my life and I'm petitioning to the Lord Lord if you can help me with this and I wasn't saying it with my mouth it was with my 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 thoughts Lord if you can help me with this if you can help me with that but that's what happens with the crumbs that fall from the master's table I can take those crumbs and then I can run out and I can forget the whole loaf is at the table the whole loaf is at the table and so I don't want to take what the Lord has given me and forget all the things that he has done and allow these things, these necessary evils or these cares, these deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things to choke the word of God and it becomes unfruitful. Why have we came this far and then to leave out and miss God? That God forbid we come this far that we can overcome, that we can finish our course with joy that we can obtain to the bride of Jesus Christ, which is the high calling. And uh, somebody mentioned, uh, I think it was Brother Joy talked about being chosen. Uh, Chosen, yes, we have been chosen. We have been called with a holy calling. We received uh, January 25th of 2010. I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. The Lord opened my eyes, gave me a revelation of what life was all about. Established my feet, uh, set my going. Gave me a mind to want to serve him. And then he's also some natural things. The Lord has just been adding those things. And then all of a sudden, now you take your eyes off of the Lord because now these creature comforts are these things you'd have forgotten. And then you begin to focus on self, and then you see that you start sinking. And what Peter did when he was sinking, when he got off of that boat, <laughs> he was sinking because he took his eyes off of Jesus. He took his eyes off of the goal that was set before him. And I, that's the thing, people of God. I'm saying this out of, out of uh, just we can't take our eyes off of what God has done for us and what he wants for us. He wants a witness in the earth today. He wants a people that's going to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labor is not in vain. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for a bride for his son. That's what he's looking for. Somebody that's not just called and chosen, but faithful all the way to the end. And so we have this opportunity. I don't want to get weary and well-doing. I want to reap in due season. But I don't want to faint. And what's the scripture? I think it's in 1 Timothy. It says, no man that warred entangled himself with the affairs of this world, that he may please him who has called him to be a soldier. So we are in a battleground. Right now, and so we can't get dismayed. We can't worry. We can't fret. We can't forget the good things that God has already done. But there's something greater, as Brother Joy was saying. There's a greater, there's a greater blessing in God. There's a rest that remained for us, for the people of God. I'm so thankful, saints, to be here today. I'm I'm so encouraged because God, He brought me out of darkness. He brought me into His marvelous light. Then He set me down, as Sister Ellen was saying, on green grass. Green is a place of life. And he's given me an understanding of what life is all about. And so now that we have this great hope and this great opportunity, we got to run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus. We got to keep looking to Jesus, not to anybody else, to Jesus. And that includes not looking at myself. I got I to forget about those things which are behind. I got to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So it's the, the whole, it's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about him. And so the revelation of Jesus Christ is what we trying to understand. Who are you? Who are you? And who are you to me? And so I want to know him. I want to know him and the fellowship of his suffering. I, I, you know, the things, I, I tell you this, saints of God, when I was in the world, I fully gave myself to the world. I fully gave myself to the world. We sung that first song. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. <laughs> I know where I would have been. It says if I had not, if it had not been for Jesus, where would I have been? I can answer that question: dead, or in jail, or doing something that God knows what. So that's the same probably for you, 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 you all. You probably would have been doing something that God knows what. And so thank God the Lord brought us into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Yeah. We have this opportunity to be the light into this dark world. And this world is dark, and it's extremely dark, and it's getting dark about a second. But thank God he's brought us here, that we can put our light on a candlestick, and it can give light into all that's in the house. And how we do that by the things that we go through, how we don't take our uh, light and put it under a bushel. We don't take the cares of this world and let it choke up the word of God. We allow it to become fruitful and ultimately fruitful and to perfection so i'm just so thankful saints of god i just wanted to tell the people of god let's go on in the word of god we can't get weary and well doing we're going to reap in due season this this race is not given to the swift and it's not given to the strong it's given to those who endure until the end and i don't know about you but it ain't nothing else to go back to it ain't nothing to go back to all that was behind me was misery heartache problems just stress that's all that was behind me but I know that the goal that's before me that's that's love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness meekness temperance against such there is no law there's the fruit of the spirit that's waiting for us I'm so thankful saints of God so it's hope it's great hope for the people of God so I'm thankful to be here
2: thankful to be here today,
9: great meeting, thank God for that first song, I'm glad that the Lord saved me, to be honest with y'all, I just want to tell God myself, thank you, uh, before I even say anything, just giving the testimony, uh, I've been suffering with a lot of pain in my head and my whole face, it had been over a month, every day it felt like my head was about to, my brain was about to fall out of my head. And uh, be honest with you, even this weekend, I'll, the weekend that just passed, I was like, I hope the angel come in and stir the, stir the waters up. Like I was waiting. But I thank God for his mercy and I thank God for his grace. He didn't, for, he didn't forgive me. And uh, we are in the ministers beating the brothers just. But the hodge was like, you got to wait for me. That was the Lord. Because I wanted that to happen anyway. I was hoping for that. That was the Lord. And I thank God for the Lord touching me. And I haven't been on medicine since. Uh, So I'm I'm thankful. Thankful for God's mercy. Thankful for God's grace. But as Brother Felton was talking, I was listening to the meeting, and Brother Felton actually brought up that ground again, Brother LJ. That's ground. I'm talking about the thorns and thistles. And the reason why I want to emphasize that is because it goes back to what Brother Joy was saying. All of those grounds, it says, look, in the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things, they're not the same. They're all different. This is very important. Brother Felton touched it when he talked about the cares of this world. He said the term necessary evils. What he's saying is it's things that you have to do. Word. You got to take care of children. You got to. All these natural things that you must do. And a lot of times you'll say, I got to do this. I got to. Y'all don't understand. I got to work. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to. What you got to do, what we have to do, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But for some strange reason, that thought leaves out because at that moment, you know what we lack? Faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. We forget that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof in the world that dwell therein. We forget all of that at that moment. Uh, the gold is his, the silver, the cattle upon a thousand. At that moment, we lose it. And we're like, man, I can't see it. But think about this whole walk has been a faith walk. I love what this tells the Galatians. Oh, you foolish Galatians, we'll be with you. You started in the spirit. We received the spirit of adoption of the Holy Ghost by faith. Everything that's been here has been by faith. Everything that I've obtained. I've had been, vine- I'm using the term vineyard, I had houses I didn't build, everything naturally, spiritually, I've obtained by the grace and the mercy of God. It was by faith. So why all of a sudden, nah, for some strange reason, you get some turbulence, some turbulence going on at the moment. Oh, they, it was better than easier. The leeks, the garlics, the onions. We forget that we was a servant then, but in that moment, We forget, and we forget all that the Lord has done. Then he delivers from something else, and then all of a sudden we go back. We repeat this cycle of a lack of faith. I love this scripture here. It says, hope that is seen is not hope. but what a man sees, why yet he hopeful? Now, we know these scriptures. I love what Brother Hodge say. You can quote these scriptures. You can say a lot of these things. I thank God for being in a wealthy place where we can learn. But when it's time to implement these things and actually live them, all of a sudden, where the word of God is then? But if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So it actually tells us how much do we believe the word of God. We say we believe, but you don't know that you believe until you're in a, a position where you actually have to believe the word of God versus what you see. You talk about even pressing to the meat. I'm just using this for example. Pressing to the meat. It's long day. It's this, it's that. I could stay home, but no, I'm oppressed. But you don't, you don't know that until you face faced with challenges. Are you sick? Are, when you face faced with these obstacles, financial burdens, am I going to come and give honor and glory to the king? Or I'm going to let that weigh me down. Or I'm, will I, it says, lay aside every weight and the sin. So the weight is all these weights. So why I can't I cast my cares upon him? Well, he cares for me. We know these scriptures, right? But in the time of trouble, all of a sudden it's like, what are we, what are we doing? Oh, and it says in the sin, unbelief. At that moment, I become an unbeliever. I'm saying God can't supply all my needs. So during this time, we actually have to keep our mind and our heart on the Lord. I'll give you one personal thing that keeps me going, the people. God's people are the most precious thing on this earth. And serving God's people is more precious. than It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what I'm thinking. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It does not matter. God's people are the most important thing here, the most important thing on this planet. It says that people are the apple of his eye. And what I've done it to the least of them, my brother, I've done it to him. So serving God's people, doing whatever I can, if you can... Brother Joy quoted this scripture. He said, if any man gonna be my disciple, he said he has to uh, basically reject. It's saying hate. But mother, brother, sister, but it says his own life. Will I esteem others greater than myself? I'm not talking about when it's good. Anybody can do that. Anybody can esteem others when you are in a great position. Are you feeling all good? Everything's going joyous in your life. But can you esteem God's people? When everything's going wrong, with a smile, Amen. a Kool Aid smile. <laughs> Can you serve God's people and give God all the glory that's due His name during those times of trouble? Because that's what God looks at. That's what He's weighing. Are you going to serve me now? Because really, when you're serving God's people, you're serving Him. See, and that's the thing. When you're serving, there's no greater love than this. A man would lay down his life for his friend. And when you're laying down your life for, your friend, you're laying down your life for Christ. So it shows how much we really love. Love is an action word. So it's all about serving God. It says something. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. But bag up for a second. Go, go to Matthew chapter 6.
2: We're going to cover these three aspects. The Lord give us grace. 25, We'll go to the, I mean, we can use the same chapter for the deceit, a bunch of scriptures, but I'll try to
9: stay in the same place for us. Uh, verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. First of all, let's grab that scripture. Take no thought for your life. Of course, you want to go to work, you want to be a good steward of what God has given you. But after you've done all you can, man. Don't worry.
2: Do what you're supposed to do and let the guy do the rest. I'll give you another example. Something I did wrong.
9: A lot of times, like, I I'll work 24-7. Anybody who works like understand when you're working 24-7, uh, you know, pick up a second job, work, work all day, all night, just try to grind it out as much as you can. Well, a lot of times... What you'll do is you start doing things in your own strength, forgetting, let, let God work these things out for you. What happens is you actually run yourself into the ground. What I'm saying is do what you can and trust God. Can we do what we can and trust God or do we just faint? Every time something, I don't know. Therefore, I said to you, take no thought for your life. What you should eat, what you should drink. Didn't Brother Joey talk about Israel? What they gonna eat? What
2: they gonna drink? But could they just keep the laws of God? Wouldn't that have been better? I'll give you a scripture. It's in Job. Yes. I think this is Job 23 as
1: well. It says, I esteem thy word more than my necessary
9: food. Pull that up, please. I think
2: it's Job 23. My favorite scripture is in Job 23, but I think this is in Job 23 as well. Verse 10 is my favorite, but I love this one. Look what it says.
9: Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed thy word, the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Well, that's only in a time where it's adversity. All right? What it's saying is God of word is more esteemed than my natural food. So I put him above everything, job, family. I put God above everything. Didn't Christ actually demonstrate that? He was hungry, right? But he esteemed God's word more than his what? That's it. But do I actually do this? Or it's about me, myself, and I? Sacrifices. Let's say, I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't know. Let's say the ministry needs us to come out. Hey, we're
2: having a cleanup. We got a cleanup. Can i be honest. Can I be honest? All right. Will I make the choice to esteem this more than things that I feel that I need to do? But do I need to do this? Is it not important
9: that? every aspect of my life be a sacrifice? Or is the things that I choose? Wasn't the temple built at Ornan's, uh, the Jebusite, wasn't it built on the threshing floor? And that's talking about the temple, and don't you know that we are the temple, right? So well, our life has to be built upon a sacrifice. Now, I understand that Christ was the sacrifice, but what's that? What's that? So uh, Jesus built his cross alone? And all the world go free? Or, or should we also build our life for the sacrifice? Is, is it, doesn't it say, I beseech you by the mercy of God, that you present? We're quite cold for Brother Hodge. Your body's a living sacrifice. But when it's time to actually make the sacrifice, I got something better to do.
2: But well, I can't because of this. I give you, I don't know why this. These are not, this is, this is not the thought I had at the beginning.
9: This is not the thought. There was a marriage supper. And what happened, what is that, Matthew 25? Everybody started giving excuses. You know, every time we come here, this is actually preparation for the marriage supper. Like, every time we come, every sacrifice, every moment, every day, what I do for my brothers. This is part of the marriage supper. But sometimes I give Excuses. But we don't give excuses for our job. We don't give excuses for our children. You do not give those excuses. I'm going to do whatever I got to do for my babies. I'm sorry, Sister Vanessa. <coughs> but every, every mother will do whatever she got to do for her children. Father, he worked two, three jobs, put food on the table. Right? So what we're saying is we won't do that for God. When it comes out of God, it's every excuse. That's deep. That's deep. It just show you how far we are out of order ever since the fall of man. Let, let's go to
2: Matthew 25. It's quiet. I'm sorry. Matthew 22. Sorry. Quiet. Quiet in here, brother. Is it.
9: And Jesus asked and spake unto them again by a parable. See, let, let's, let's talk about the word parable. Let's understand what it is. It's a message in the parable. A lot of times we get caught on every word. Well, this means this, this means this. That's not when it's talking about parabolic speech. It's actually a message that's being, it's a story that's being said, but there's actually a message inside of that story. So we have to understand what's really being said. Like Brother Russell talks in parabolic speech. You gotta sit down and listen if you sit there and listen to him, get what he's saying. Don't get the words, the literal words, but actually understand the message. And today, let's really grasp the message. So let's look at it. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like to a certain king, which made a marriage for his son. All right. We understand. Right now, Christ wants a bride. He sent the spirit of God out, right? Whosoever would, let him come. We all said, yeah, I won't be married. We all said that. All of us who have the Holy Ghost said, yeah, we came into his kingdom again. Yeah. We want to be married. We want to be married. We want to be married. Right? So we all said that. Look what it says. And it sent for us his service. Look at he told the ministry. To call them that were bitten for the wind, All right? And they would not what? Come. How many times we, we said, I would, but. Oh, Brother Hodge, I didn't. I did not say this. Brother Hodge said this. <laughs> he said, when I choose to do good, Paul said it. Brother Hodge echoed it. When I choose to do good, evil always present. But how many times, I'm going to be honest, how many times I personally said in my own life, I, I'm not going to, like, nah, I can't do it. That got to stop. That has to stop. I'm talking to myself. And if we all be honest with ourselves, there's things in all of our lives that we, we go this far, but we don't go that far. So we all gotta be honest and say, you know what, Lord? Give me the grace to get this done and not to wait to get it done. Without, what I can do, Lord, let me do it. Let me do it. Look, today, let me go my Sabbath day journey. The next day, let me go my Sabbath day journey, but let me keep going. Let me stop inching off acting like I'm going. Let me stop playing like I'm going. Let me just be honest. Just do, the, just do it. If we say we want to be overcomers, let's be it. All right, let's keep going. Why? I understand. Verse 4, and he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bitten. Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen, my fat, fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come into the marriage. Now, look, I'm not going to lie. Over here, the, 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 we always say the feast of the Lord is spread out. It's it's here, right? We say that. We say that. But look what they said. But they made light of it. I made light of things. I don't know about you, but I made light of things. I said, "Well, I don't got to do all that." That's the devil right there. The corner of mine. And went their way. one to his farm. Got a farm. Another to his merchandise. Well, I got all these. I got all these. The cares of this world. Look! Look! Look at this. And the remnant took his servant and it treated him spitefully and slew him. I'm like, I, what's that one that says, oh, Brother LJ, Brother Turner? When it says I got married. Oh, I just... Luke 14, that's the one I, I, that gives a lot of description. Now, Luke is very detailed. Look at this. Look at this. We're going to just get to all these excuses. Let's get straight to the excuses. Let's look at Luke chapter 14. Uh, this is talking about the great supper, but it's all saying the same thing. It's all saying the same thing, marriage supper. Remember, it's parabolic speech. Oh, no, one says a, it's a, is a, is a supper, another says a marriage. He didn't have an ear, let him hear. The letter does kill. All right, look what it says. Verse 16. Then said he unto them, a certain man made a great supper, and bade many, as all of us. And he sent his servants at supper time to say to them which were bitten, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuses. Excuses. Wow. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must need to go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. Lord Jesus. Look what it says. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. I gotta go prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. Another said, they trying to give the law. See that what they're trying to They're trying to use the law. That show you about the corner of mine. It'll use the word of God. It'll bend it. Serpent it upon a rock. That's, that's what the mind does. Take the, take the word of God in. What did Jesus', what Jesus uh, mind say? Uh, Cast yourself uh, down for he, he said he'll give his angels charge over thee. Crazy. Let show you what the mind does. And another said unto him, I bought five yokes of oxen. And I go to prove them and I pray thee have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come like he wanted to walk. Crazy it just show you. it show you the, the perversion of the word of God. And so the service came and showed his Lord these things. But this Lord was actually angry. But I don't want, I don't want us to be, the, I don't want that to be us. I don't want the Lord to be angry with us. He's given us the opportunity to be saved. Giving us this great hope. But at the same time, let us all say amen. We talked about Esau. Uh, Esau didn't value his birthright. I want to value my birthright. I want to value it. But if I don't value it, I'll lose it. God has given us all things. We say it. He gives us all things. It sounds good, don't it? He gives us all things, everything, life, and godliness by his divine nature. That sounds real good. But am I really valuing my birthright? Am I really laying down my life? Am I really whatever my brother needs? Can I I go to Twain with him? Um, Every time these doors open, am I here? Am I faithfully? Am I paying attention? When the ministry asks me to do something, do I do it? Do I submit? Do I obey? Do I, what, what am I doing? Am I being a good steward on my job? Am I, what am I doing? Or am I making excuses? Can I forgive? You go, to, you go to family reunions, you do this, you do that. But yet in the kingdom of God, they ain't doing half of the stuff they doing, but yet because you offend me a little bit, I can't, what is this? No, when I'm saying this, what happens, I'm saying, so I, I make an excuse not to come to the supper.
2: That's deep. We've, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The problem is if we reject the Lord,
9: then the Lord rejects us. And if you see in this, in this parable, God had to actually go get other people. You know, Brother Turner makes this statement. He says God is going to have a bride. He's going to have a church either with us or in spite of us. So can we make our calling? And election, sure. We have a holy calling, right? But then he actually chose us. Election means chosen, right? He's chosen He put you. Like he's he's done it all, right? He don't just have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but he actually brought you to his kingdom. Can I make my calling and election sure? That means make it proof. Uh, what what you call that word? I want to say like fireproof. Like I ain't going nowhere. Like I'm here. I'm in here for the long haul. Rooted in ground. Can we actually do that? Or are we going to make excuses? And then the Lord got to replace us. But the cares of the world, you know what they'll do? They'll do that to us. That's the first part of that ground. Nah, it says the deceitfulness of riches. That's deep.
2: Go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Look at First Timothy chapter 6. Uh, I'll start at verse, verse, verse 6. No, verse 5.
9: Verse 3. If any man teach otherwise, and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, it's showing you where the doctrine comes from. Until the doctrine was according to godliness. That means being like God. He is proud, knowing nothing, but dying about questions and strives the words, Wherefore, come envy, strife, rarely even surmising. But perverse disputing of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. This is the part I want to get to. Supposing that gain is godliness. Some people think they're blessed because they, they pockets broken. I'm blessed. You're not. You ever met somebody say, I'm blessed. And everything, man, I got the business going, I got... Yeah, you blessed. No, you're not.
1: No, you're not. But you thank you all.
9: For such withdraw I said, I, like, I love what Asaph says in uh, Psalm 74. He said, I was envious, envious of the prosperity of the wicked. 73, of the wicked. So he was if You see the prosperity, you feel like you're going through all types of things. But, it says, but he says this when I went into the sanctuary, then I understood. There he, is. he said, how foolish was I? But sometimes we let that, look, they, man, they, they got it going on. They, they strength is firm. That's how he said when he said they strength is firm. They just show you the, they just show you about this. Uh, look what it says, next verse. Verse 6, but godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. But we got to hold that in our heart. Because we'll think, hey, man, rich is like, I got to get this money. I got to get, well, God is with contentment, is a great game. Look what, look what he says. This is the reality of it. For we bought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out. He ain't afraid that the Egyptians tried to bear it with themselves. Pharaoh tried to bear it with himself. But my point is, it's not coming with us. But yet we'll do every, we'll put all our eggs in trying to get money but not all our eggs and trying to be saved. Lifted up God's people, but yet we'll put all our eggs and go and get the money. How deep is that? It shows you how our priorities are. All. But if we was to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added to you. He said, these are the things that the Gentiles, a.k.a. heathens, seek after. But if you seek first God and his righteousness, seek God and what he wants you to do. His righteousness, I know what you need, I got you. I'm going to give you favor with God, not just with me, I'm going to give you favor with man. Because if you follow the word of God, you're going to be a good steward, you're going to do this. I'm going to touch somebody in mind. But we missed that part. Some strange reason we lose it at that point. Because it's in the day of adversity. We got it, why there ain't no adversity. But when adversity comes, we don't have it. Look what it says. And having food and raiment, let us be there with what? Content. Look at this part, verse 9. But they that uh, will be rich fall into what? Temptation and snares because the eye is not satisfied with seeing. Nor the ear with hearing. What happens is the appetite, I make money, I want to make more money. I want to, if I buy something, I want to acquire more. Think about it. You, you, you get a car, you want another one. You get a house. You look at that. You want more of it. You just want more. I need to change my furniture. I need this. That's the earthly appetite. It's not satisfying. Never satisfying. Don't get me wrong. God gives us all things freely to enjoy. I'm not saying don't enjoy it. And I don't teach poverty. But my point is, is it supposed to be esteemed before God? Because if you put that before God, that's your God. Riches are... Look what it says. Going back to Matthew chapter six, uh, the, the 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 verses prior, it talks about you can't serve two masters. It talks about money, really. But
2: look what it says. Look at verse 19. On earth, where a moth and rust
9: does corrupt, and where thieves break through and what? Still. What it's saying is, it's not telling you don't have those things, but that's where your heart is. The Bible says, well, man, heart is, that's where his treasure will be also. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. That's something eternal. It says where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. I have to give you this.
2: Remember Hezekiah?
9: He was on his deathbed. He said, Lord, he just turned his face. And what he was really saying, he, it was like, I'm paraphrasing, it's kind of like with Nehemiah. Lord, remember me for the good. Remember what I've done for your people. Remember what I've done. And what God did, is He added life. So why not us do things that's gonna add life? Why not sow into the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, for what a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So if you reap to the spirit, you'll reap eternal life. But if you reap I mean, sow to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption, or you're going to reap death. What am I really sowing to? Because whatever I sow, that's what I'm going to reap. Look what it says. It says, I quoted this scripture. It says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now look at verse 24. No man can serve what? Two masters. This is deep. So really, to be honest with us, let's, let's pause on it. We're ser- We really not serving. We only serve one master. So we it's a kind of self-examination question: Who, who am I really serving? Creature, creator. This place said, "Ma'am," that means unrighteous gain. It's money. But the point is, am I serving the creator, or the creature? Creator or the creature? And we have to ask ourselves that: Who am I really serving? And we have to ask ourselves that: every- Who am I really serving? Did I really serve the Lord today or did I serve just my flesh? Was it all about me?
1: How often do I think
9: about God's people? Did I call somebody? See what's on their mind? Did I encourage them? Did I see what they were doing? Did we get together and break bread? Go house to house, breaking bread? Continuing the apostle doctrine? We say we won't go, right? But when you start spelling it out, Jesus said this, unless you eat my flesh, eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life. Many disciples went away what? So when brothers start spelling it out, it don't sound so good no more. It don't sound as good as it was sounding. Look what it says. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other. So let me ask you this. Do you hate yourself? Brother Joy quoted it. Unless a man... Hate his mother, brother, sister, and all that other stuff. Then it says, "In his own life, do you hate that? Ma- do you hate that? that master yourself?" Saying stuff. I ask myself. And it says, "For you either will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other." You cannot serve God. It's talking about unrighteous gain and mammon. But we can't serve God himself. Somebody got to die. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. He says, I love what he says in Deuteronomy 30. He says, uh, I record before heaven and earth, uh, blessing of the curse and life and death. I pray that we choose life and live. And if we choose, I love what he says, he said for you and your seed. Everything that's coming out of your house, everything you helping, you're actually enabling somebody else to grow and somebody else to be saved. You're giving them more of an opportunity, more of a hope. Now, the last one, and I'm just going through it. I'm not going through it in, in depth like I like I was. I was my it changed. I, I don't know. The last one is said. Um, lust well, of other things. Now that's where we get deep, brother. As he said this last week, said lust being an excessive desire. Now we getting into something that we shouldn't even we shouldn't do. And I really want to bring up Esau. That was that was. Oh. Hebrews chapter twelve. I just, I just do the, do the, the paraphrase part, and I thought I should take my seat. I just, uh, I, this was not. I'm telling you, when Brother Felt was up, I, I would, This was not the scriptures that came in my head.
2: It's Hebrews chapter twelve, somewhere about Esau. I know it's twelve. I think it's twelve. It, it's twelve, right? Yeah. 16. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Hodge. And it, I'm not caught
9: on the first part. It's about getting the message of what's being said. It says let I'll start from verse 14. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. That's an interesting I, I'm not, I'm not going to go off. Looking diligent lest any man fail of the grace of God lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble you. And there and thereby many be defiled. Look what it says, though. Lest there be any fornicator. Now, I'm going to talk about this word fornication. A lot of times we think something unlawful. But anything that you join to other than the Lord, anything that you marry, that's an unlawful union. When you marry your job, yoke. Say yoke. I, I use the word term yoke. But for better uh, it's, it, you're really coming into a yoke or a covenant. You're coming into something that you shouldn't be uh, yoked or uh, what's another word? Joined to. So fornicating is do I cheat on God? It is a confederacy. Do I cheat on God? That's a good question. Israel had a horse, horse forehead. They stay cheated. Cheating on the Lord. What do I join to? What do I give all my attention and all my affection, too, because whatever I do, I'm cheating on the Lord with with him with that. So look what it says. It says, lest there be any fornication or profane person as Esau, who from one morsel of meat, that's his earthly appetite. That's the lust of others. That earthly appetite, he gravitated his excessive desire where he what? He forfeited his soulless birthright. But well, we supposed to buy the truth Sell it not. But for something that my, my, I'm gravitating to, I just, I can't, I got to have it. I got to have it. I just sold my birthright
2: for the lust of other things. Do we want to sell our birthright? Good question. Are we selling our birthright
9: and don't even realize it? And if we are, I, these are the questions I ask myself. It, it, it get quiet when you talk like this. But these are the questions I ask myself. Am I selling my birthright? And if I am, it's okay. Let me stop selling it and getting myself right. So people are God, look, I'm not going to give you no more description. It's, it's, it's waiting. So I'm going to leave it alone. But at the same time, I love who we brought up last week. Let's not be thorns and thistles. We have actually the opportunity to be good ground. It doesn't matter how we start. It's really how we end. So look. That is the end of a matter than the beginning. So I don't want to weigh you down. Don't weigh the people the guy down. But let's look into this law of liberty, examine ourselves, and whatever we need to clean up on this face, let us all, including me,
2: chief, let me clean it up and let us go on together. Um, uh <laughs> felt that people of God needed to hear Ezekiel
1: 33, 18. <laughs> so um, that wasn't what I was saying, but his Holy Ghost and my Holy Ghost uh, just don't want to end it here. But that's a good scripture. And so, in the day that we turn from our wickedness, <laughs> yeah. um, we no longer wicked; we are righteous. But you know the other part too. <laughs> I should have did that part first. Let me do that part first. <laughs> the day that the righteous man turn from his righteousness and do it wickedly, his righteousness shall not save him; it won't be remembered. But the day.
10: Yeah, come on. <laughs> the wicked
1: turn from their wickedness. And not just turn, but become righteous. Thank God now the Lord actually sees him as righteous. So I do appreciate Brother Greg was saying that it can become weighty, but it's only weighty if we kick. If we just say, it's me, Lord. I fall short, Lord. Just be honest. only thing kicking is the flesh. That's the only thing hollering, screaming, yelling, saying, will he stop? Would he sit down, the Lord finished with him. He ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for you. <laughs> that's, that's the, Brother Joey said it, that's the wind in his back saying, stay on it because somebody's squirming. But um, that's all of us. We can all see where we've come short, coming short, half came short. But thank God for years to hear. Uh, you think about the nation of Israel, especially when Jesus Christ was walking the earth. He was giving them parables. You kn- <laughs> let me say this. I believe it's Luke. Not Luke 19. It might be Matthew's 20. What's the parable when Jesus gave the parable to, um, he, he leased out his vineyard to other servants and finally he kept sending, he kept other men, he kept sending his servants, and then he sent the son and they killed them. You say they perceived he spoke about them. So they did have a little understanding, but they didn't like what they understood. So immediately they say, we're going to kill him. (laughs) And so when you do get ears to hear or have eyes to see, don't say, we're going to kill him. Say, Lord, you're right. We've abused your prophets. We misused your servants. We didn't hear your laws, your commandments, your statutes. We didn't appreciate them. But thank God you sent us your son. So instead of being thankful, they immediately wanted to kill him. Matthews 21. That, that wasn't in my mind, but that's, that's, that's uh, get, get to the last verse back there, please. Verse 45, just to, once they understood, they, the Lord let them see. And when the chief priests and the Pharisees had heard his parables, they perceived that he spake of them. Huh. You want a revelation? They got one, then look what happened. <laughs> when they started to lay hands, they wasn't praying for him. That's not laying on hands for prayer. They, but they feared the multitude because they took them for a prophet. And so what that mean was they knew they was, going, they was going to get stoned if they tried to kill them, but they couldn't wait till the opportunity came to kill them. Um, but just going back to the things that were said, um, just, just some ways, Brother Greg was speaking, this is all of us, we still sometimes we win. Choice. When we love not our own lives until the death, no longer a choice. And so when we still wearing it, that's what makes it so hard. Still thinking of what I'm giving up, what I'm sacrificing. A whole bunch of eyes in it. A whole bunch of me, 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 me. Uh, I'll say this: I'm, I'm no one. This is the brother Greg. You're right. I told this Michelle probably two, maybe three. We was talking? I said, yeah. Don't look at my house and think I got money. Cause I bought that house. I ain't had none. I had even less when I was living in it. <laughs> like we wasn't in the thousands. We were hundreds and tens. <laughs> 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 it, it was from faith to faith. Yes, but, but, people <laughs> say, <laughs> but people say, "Oh, he got a nice house, so he must be doing okay." You can't judge by that. You really can't. Real. And so people get, but people get it confused. Natural things and possession, like. I thought about this while you was even up. Just a quick testimony, not that I'm anyone, but just trying to uh, lay down your life. I just told these brothers Sunday in the minister's meeting, I had no plans on going to New York for this, for this meeting. I had actually just told Fabi on the way to Sister Natalie House, I was getting a little, saints was asking was I was going, I was like, no, I wasn't even, told Fabby, listen to Sister Natalie. Asked me, was we going? I said, no. She told me why she was thinking about going. <laughs> That's a good reason to go. Because her cousin put her in an environment she speaks fluently. She's learning English. So I said, Natalie, go. So I'm pushing it. I'm in the car. We're not even a mile down the road. I told Fabby, yeah, I'm going I'm to go. Listen to what I said. I, one, single, one person, going. Brandon called me probably 20 minutes after the conversation. That's not me. I don't have a lapel on. Uh, I asked about it. I said, yeah, I'll probably go. I think I told you that. i probably going to go. I just talked to your sister. I'll, I'll probably go. I said, I don't know who else going to go. I'm, I'm going to probably go. Now, this is all by faith. I had looked at a ticket. Had to look at room and board and look at cars, nothing. I'm, I'm just, I'm going because, Sister Natalie's going, Just calls with her. Damn, that. fast forward. There's a good group of young people going. Not young people going.
2: This little girl that's back there. Tell so me. I'm talking about Florida now. I would. I would. People are guys going. <laughs>
1: I Me mean, rewind. I had just encouraged Brother Greg to take young Greg because young Greg wanted to go. I'm like, man, go bring that brother. My words to him came back up. Like, now I can't tell him to take little Greg. Bring Cliff.
2: And she just said she won't go, and I didn't offer her. I walked out the room, Fabby said, What's wrong? brother say get the ticket for it. <laughs> yeah. But it don't
1: matter that it's going to cost. believe me. It will cost. It don't matter financially. It will hurt. Yes, it will hurt. I really told these brothers the budget wasn't even a thought going to New York. But how can I weigh someone wanting a
2: fellowship wanting to spend people time with the people eating isn't where you're going to have time to go
1: really going for the meeting right. that's where you're going to be all day every day
2: but how can I be righteous I don't go. but I can take how can I be righteous I want to do a family trip
1: we going no,
2: I ain't actually be Family going. That's something.
1: But when it comes to something with building the kingdom of God, building your revelation of how, how vast the body of Christ is, how many young people that are that's trying to serve God, and can I really weigh that in the balance. I remember Greg mentioned about the cleaning. We all got stuff. Anybody who works for themselves, anybody who has an hourly job, will tell you they busy. So you say, "Well, you work for yourself." Yeah, they probably more busy than you actually think. Always trying. They they busy. So then you take someone that have an hourly job. Say, "Well, you're you get off at this time." Yeah, but I'm not free to do what I want to do. I'm off, so I'm busy. So I'm I'm categorizing and timing all of my time when I'm not at work for what. And so there's always whether it's this hand or that hand. You got reason. Have excuse, we have stuff to do. We have responsibility. That's what Brother Greg was making reference to. But when it comes to prioritizing, when it comes to do I really have to do this? Can I move this around? I'm gonna tell you what's in me. Um, I'm just just speaking to y'all out, out my out my heart. I think what I gotta do. It's something I got to do. I don't know what it is yet, but I promise you, what you just said, no matter how far off it is, it's interrupting my life. <laughs> you can tell me you got plans for five weeks from now. If you ask me what I'm, I don't know I got to look into it. <laughs> I can't commit. Like, that's my very first thought process. That's the flesh. It's going to ruin it's something I wanted to do that I, And I could have just wanted to do nothing. But that nothing was so important to me to do, and you're going to disrupt my nothingness. And I'm going to lie to myself and say, I deserve to do nothing. Well, keep living like that, and you're going to have eternity. (laughs) Well, nothingness. (laughs) And you won't even be able to enjoy it. It'll just be nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Living had hope. But the dead know not what?
2: Eternal nothingness.
1: But thank God he brought us here to life. He brought it to life through the So he's given us life, given us a chance to actually live a life of servitude. Brother Greg, <laughs> I
2: appreciate your message. Greatest example is simplicity. Everything he did for the benefit of others. Nothing he did was
1: actually to benefit himself. It wasn't until he was an acceptable sacrifice that now he could actually bring. But up until that point, he came not because he sinned. He came not because he transgressed didn't come because uh, him and the father had a disagreement on how we going to get married. He said, I'll go. I, I I go. I will take the opportunity to bring man back to one. I'll be in an atonement.
2: And so he lived his life being atonement. Now, I'm here saying I want to be like Jesus. But if it costs me something, time,
1: my energy, my effort, my desire, my resources. Hold on, Lord. I didn't say all that. But Brother Brandon quoted it. Any man want to be his disciple, what's the first thing we have to do? So if I'm not denying myself, am I a disciple? Or am I just Thank God. Go back and get you encouraged again. Thank God. <laughs> if, if it was me, Lord help me. If it was me, if, if I'm having a hard time to see it, now attack it. Uh, Brother Jeremiah said all the time. I'm just getting up just to expose myself so I can put pressure on myself. If, if I'm having a hard time denying myself, look, I'm gonna go contrary to it just because I know I'm having a hard time. I'm going to do it just because I know I don't want to do it. That's how you overcome. That's how we overcome. And so once you deny yourself, once that part is taken care of, now we can actually take up our cross. The problem isn't really the cross all the time. It's the denying ourself part. And once you deny yourself, you're going to get on the cross. Because you're dying. Now at this point you're dying. You, you're just <laughs> dying. Like, oh, he's still going. Lord, help me. <laughs> <laughs> so you dying this is everything you sister
2: Cheryl oh, you no know oh, no no that's a long Cheryl used to get we would have cleanups I'm, I'm just telling on you a little bit. Since you come in here, back when you had here, you be popping around. Boom, 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 boom.
1: I ain't come here to fellowship. you <laughs> like, I'm going to keep the right spirit, but I got stuff to do. <laughs> it's time to go. I'm using that, because, but it's still a dying out. Yeah, I got stuff to do, but I'm going to keep the right spirit. Huh? I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm going to leave, but I'm not going to come here. Oh. I'm not going to come here complaining. I'm not going to come here and you're going to know I don't want to be here. But that's the death that's taking place because you're denying what you really want to do. So you're still setting things in priority. It did not say don't go do it. It's just seek
2: first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. So well, Do that first.
1: And these other things, going back to what Brother Greg was saying. First of all, some of the things we want, if we totally surrender to the Lord, we'll realize mm-hmm. I'm probably better off without it. I'm going to stop with this one scripture. Brother Greg, brother, brother Greg, bro. Mike quoted brother Greg. was up? This for everybody, but especially those who are loosed. Uh, <laughs> say He that's married, cared for the things of world. He may please his wife. So there are things you will do if you're married. Same thing if you're married,
2: you're a woman. There's things. But that's the cares of this world. That could become a distraction. So that's why Paul, he was speaking. He said, Look, if you loose, not to be bound. And if you bound, oh uh, bro, I would he want
10: <laughs>
1: I just go from city to city. <laughs> I believe y'all hell y'all can't travel like that. But uh, <laughs> But the purpose in it is going back.. But it's to learn to be content in whatsoever state you're.
2: Whether you're a base. Whether you're hungry, whether you're whether you have plenty,
1: whether you have lack. If we learn to be content, thankful, grateful, still worship the Lord, those things really won't bear the same weight if that's all we think about what I don't have, what I couldn't get, I didn't get, should have got. Or should have, would have, could have. We always lie to ourselves. Brother Brown, talk about me, but. <laughs> I'm the only one in the house that played All-Stars. <laughs> I made my high school team. I don't know about him.
10: <laughs>
1: nah. <laughs> he, oh, he going to hear about it. Somebody, before the meet, know when somebody text him. But that's okay. But in our mind, we always great. It always be different if I made this choice. This would have been different. If I made that choice, this would be different. Let's just find the will of God. Let's just find the will of God and abide there. It don't matter what I think I would have had naturally or what I would have had if I went this way or that way, but, Lord, did I find your will? Did I find your perfect, your good, your perfect and acceptable will? Did I find that? And so that's why we're here. I'm going to stop. I hope the people of God is encouraged. It's a good time to just look in the mirror. If we coming up short, the Lord, if he, he, he's given us eyes to see that we came up short. Let's get it right. If we, we haven't came up as short, but we still, we lacking here, lacking there, well, let's build. Let's add. Let's keep going. We can do it. We can make it. He brought us here that we can make it, that we can obtain the first resurrection. So thank you, Lord. Oh, end with this. Not, it's not a scripture, so it is a scripture. But I won't quote the scripture. I'll tell you the story. Brother Greg mentioned inheritance. That's what caused neighbor to lose his life because it's killing you, but to yourself to keep your inheritance. Don't sell out your inheritance even to yourself. You have opportunities to rule and reign. So stop there. Uh, we received prayer requests earlier. Do we have any announcements? Prayer in our heart. Uh, to receive an offering, we do use the offering box on Fridays, uh, but let's let's make sure we continue to make our calling in our elections. Uh, we do have cleanup. Brother Greg mentioned it next next Friday, uh, Saturday. I'm sorry, March 9th at 8 a.m. Also, uh, it's a fun day, March 23rd. Uh, I think it's not so much a fun day; it's an activity. Oh. Uh,
8: Yes, sir. We will uh, endeavor on that day, March 23rd, to go to NOLA, R- Nola Raceway uh, on the West Bank. So uh, we're looking forward to a great fellowship. It's like a nice
1: go-kart day. park. The uh, um, Younger people will enjoy it, and the young people will enjoy it. <laughs> Sometimes the young people, I'm going to talk about it. The young people and the younger people. Get with who? But everyone is invited to come on out. It's actually a reasonable price um, if you want to ride. If you don't want to ride, when I mean ride, drive the go karts.
2: And it's, it's not like the little, the Pompa um, car go karts. Like uh, 25,
1: 35 miles an hour going around the track. Then they have the adult ones, like um, 55 miles. Look, see, not everybody, ooh, not everybody young. Look who coming. But, uh, <laughs> but, but it is a decent price. Um, but more than that, it's just having time, family time, bonding together, being together. Uh, so if you could, everyone is invited out. Also, next week, uh, we do know we have the cleanup. But I think Brother Brown had mentioned maybe twice um, the situation um, with Brother Ellis. That assembly, the trouble that they're going through, and going through. So, Saturday evening, if anyone wants to go up, uh, he's going to go to Brother Gick's funeral, um, and he's headed uh, that way for a Saturday evening. But if anyone wants to go up, it's open. A couple
2: brothers, my prom's going tomorrow. I know it's last, like,
1: but uh. Um, anyone can go up and support next, next Saturday, uh, it, would, it would help. It would mean a lot. Uh, Brother Ellis, they helped this assembly when we was in, and in, uh, I won't say confusion, but we was in a state of shock. Not the church itself, but, the, but we, did, uh, we did have refuge, but people's homes was damaged. They came down to work, and come down to fellowship, then come down just to say, "Oh, we praying for you." But they came down and worked. They did something no one in this assembly actually was doing at the time. They did it after? They was able to get on the roofs and torp. Didn't have anyone that was torping that was in the assembly until after that. They came down. They came and they torped many saints and even people that wasn't in this assembly, but they knew people torped their houses off. They was doing it in the sun, all day. So uh, we we do owe that assembly, and I don't want to take the time, but our history with that assembly go way back to brother. Way back, they used to actually send a piano player from that assembly used to come down here and play, on Sundays. Different time, many 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 years ago, and then. Just a close relationship with that assembly. Then when Brother Teeny passed for a while, Brother Mike would go up on Sundays to hold up brothers that was there, but they didn't have a leader, didn't have a pastor. Always help one of, One of those times where we're needed
2: to help. it. want to do it. You're do uh, not doing it with any hesitancy, but if there's a call, want to do right. To all
1: men, especially they, I was so afraid. I talked to Brother Ellis yesterday. He said, "Ooh, y'all gonna get back kind of late." Yes, sir. Oh, he said. I was hoping he was gonna, he was gonna move the meeting up. I was, I was waiting for that. All <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> You're right, sir. We are gonna be getting back late. Well, we we appreciate it. I said, "Well, I've gotten back later in my life before." <laughs> Just being honest with you, so. See, I appreciate it. So, Confederacy, we're willing to stand with you. you Got to stand for yourself. So, uh, if you're willing to stand for yourself, we'll stand. Are there any other announcements that I
2: left off? Put it back there. Keep on reaching for perfection
0: it'll bring light to your soul For that's real.
1: post.
10: And come back.
1: Love you all. (laughs) Drive safely. You're dismissed.